cliffcentral.com. Hey, yo, what's up? It's 2017 and you are listening to the weekly mashup. Welcome to the show. In studio, it's me, Dimitri Masha, and of course, my gorgeous, gorgeous co host, Candice Mama. Look, take a look at that. Take a look at that little piece of candy, Mama. How are you doing? I'm good in yourself. Good. How oh my were, gosh, I've missed you. How was December? Ooh, hey, for December, you? ne? But December I, I was see, loving the best. I see life. you're you're not uh, working off any December weight, huh. like some of us. <laughs> but you are working out. I saw on. I, on, I don't. On, are you saying I'm fat? No, I'm saying you're not. I'm oh. saying like, what did you do? Like, oh. did you go to a spa? Um, run a marathon? <laughs> uh, start banting? <laughs> actually, for the first time yeah. this December, I actually was drinking. Quite a bit Are for the you, first time. You had time. some alcohol. I had some a- 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 alcohol. Uh, uh, well, you know what? <laughs> first it, it, time I knew what Jamie Foxx meant. When yeah, he said blame, yeah. It blame it on the alcohol, right? We should, we should do that one. <laughs> so I'm done. I'm, I'm done for Are the year. Done? I think. I think. No, it that's was not a... fair. <laughs> I wasn't there. I wasn't there. So you gotta, you gotta do it one more time with me. One more time with me. Okay. That's the butchery. Yeah, let's be debaucherous for it, a bit. We'll that's do what, that. You know what? 2017 is a year of victory. So this is our year to like. Be victorious. This yeah. is our year to overcome. This is the big one. And we've got to celebrate like the victory. You know, 2016 was quite a tough year. Yeah. And uh, we got through it. We did get through it. Yeah. I mean, Prince passed away. <gasps> George, George Michael. Michael. Oh, that broke me. On Christmas. On Christmas. Dude, like I was like last Christmas, <laughs> I, I gave you my heart, heart. <laughs> and the very next day, you, you just, just passed away. Oh. You know, look at you coming up with rendition. Well, you know, I made that up on the fly. So, yeah. if you want to talk to us today on the weekly mashup, please, 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 WhatsApp us on oh seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. Have your say. Tell us how uh, your December was, what you got up to yeah. over the festive, and also, uh, you know what? If 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 you just like not happy about something that we said, by all means <laughs> respond. If you are happy with something that we said uh, and agree, by uh, all means respond. Uh, uh, I'm just like you know, at least leave the past in the past. Yeah. If you weren't happy last. You had plenty of opportunities to tell us this. I, so. I got to go to um, Nelspreet, uh, yes, which is a quiet little uh, city. Well, yes. Do you even call it a city? I don't know. Uh, I say a town yeah. in Mpumalanga, which which I mean, it's a, it's a place of the rising sun, and it is one of the hottest places I have it's ever hot. been to. You in my life, uh, <laughs> like wow. Like, at least some complexion. Hey, you know, at least like this, this is real. You know what I mean? This is this is not uh, because I'm not spending time in the sun. I realize that this is mine for life. I got this. God, God gave it to me. You know, I'm a yeah. I'm a half yellow bone for life. Half. Yeah, half yellow. I think they call you yellow. coffee or what? Yeah, cappuccino. Mocha. Yeah, it's a cappuccino. Um, you're cappuccino. right. Uh, and then the rest of the time I spent in Pretoria, Komasanying, mostly in Mamelodi. Pretoria. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Where's that? I've never no, I've never heard of the place. <laughs> oh, no, Pretoria Komasanying. That's what I, they I, call I, it. Uh because everyone's crazy there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, everyone is, is like it's, you know, I spent a lot of time in Mamelodi. Yeah. Uh Mamelodi massive shout out. I mean everybody's <laughs> like if you want to have a party yes. where there's absolutely no bullshit, you know yeah. what I mean? Like people just go out to have a good time. Yeah. Go to Mami Lodi. But can you? Like, like you, you being who song. you are. I can, can so you? totally go to Mami Lodi. Like don't people say, myself. oh, get to Misho Masha. 
Uh, you know, sometimes they just take a look, but generally they just like get on with what they're doing. Um, oh. I met this really amazing dude. You must have him on the show. His name is yes. Mzwandine, right? Okay. How I met him, I went into this, uh, I suppose uh, you call a lounge, yeah. you know, um, drinking spot. Late at night, it's about to close. This yeah. guy just comes up to us yeah. and he just starts talking, you know, but he is super funny. <laughs> like... He's making shit up on the fly, like he's oh, talking wow. about everybody yes. in the spot, you know. Ah, and that guy. I love that guy. The party. It's just, there's just people like that all the yeah. time, and, and, and people love to dance in Mamelodi. So if you want to have a great time and you really want to go out where there's great music and dancing and friendly people and yeah. really good-looking women, come really? to Mamelodi. Yo, yeah, I'm, no, I'm gonna be there. Uh just our next scene, DJ. You just average there. You somebody out here in Jove. With there, you just like another girl. And I'm not I'm not laughing. <laughs> I know you think you're old. <laughs> I'm laughing at you know what, whatever. Okay, all right, all right. Whatever. Let's let's jump right into the show. Yes. Uh we've got a jam-packed show for you today. I'm gonna start off with basically the numerology yes. of 2017. You know, really, this is my ish. I love this. Really? Like I'm, numerology, I'm really, astrology. You know what? I'm, I'm really into numbers, Me honestly. Too. Um, yeah. And I, I believe that every number has, has a specific... I don't know, code behind yes. it, right? So for me, though, I went yeah. out and did my numerology Chart. based on my, yeah, for okay. 2017. Okay. Based on, you know, and you got to do this for yourself based on yeah. your own beliefs. So for, okay. my, for mine, it was the number 17, which is 2017, yeah. and what it has for you mm-hmm. um, from a biblical point of view. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, go ahead. And, and number one, I just want to say that before I even kick off, the other thing is that 2017 is the only year for another 852 years that's going to have four uh, Sundays, four Mondays, what? four Tuesdays, okay. four Wednesdays, huh. four Thursdays, four Fridays, and four Saturdays what? in February. We're going to have That's four of everything, right? It, it, this, this happens once every, I suppose, thousand years. Yeah. Maybe. If you look at 852, there's mm-hmm. not much change from yeah. a thousand there. So, it's a special year in many ways. But anyway, let me start right now with my numerology chart. Okay. And you know, the number 17 in the Bible yes. signifies overcoming the enemy and complete victory. Love that. Excuse me. In this year, 2017, you'll be an overcomer and this is your year of victory. You will mm. be victorious. Yes. See, Genesis 2017, mm-hmm. actually, and, and all the 2017s, like all the Bible verses yes, that, that have 17. a chapter 20 oh, and, a 17. and a verse 17 okay. say this. Genesis says, Abraham prayed and God healed Abimelech. So you'll receive divine yes. healing 27. Okay. Numbers 2017 says, you will pass through your enemies to your promised land in 2017. Hmm. Deuteronomy 2017 says, you will utterly destroy your enemies in the year 2017. This Damn. is what's there. Just look it up. Yeah, enemies beware. <laughs> Judges 2017, you will be a man of war to conquer in this year 2017. Wow. Now, obviously, ladies, man and woman in a biblical <laughs> sense. Well, man signifies like human. So we're including you as well. Uh, Samuel, 1 Samuel 2017 says you will experience true love of God in the year 2017. This, okay. is, this is actually what's written at these spots in the Bible. Yeah. 2 Samuel 2017 says you will hear God speak to you and give you direction. Damn. 2 Chronicles says 2017, God will fight your battle. Hmm. Right? And John 2017 says, Our God, the God Almighty, will be your Father and your God. So 2017, the year of divine provision, where God has given the vision, He will surely give you the provision. Damn, see? Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. So, 
What are you going to tell us? Wow. Okay, <laughs> that's that's beautiful. Yeah. But in the new... <laughs> right, this the camera's new... still on me. Can you get yeah. it for <laughs> Because I'm recording. Yes. Um, so basically, uh, what I know about numerology and the non-biblical numerology mm-hmm. is where um, I know last year yeah, let's get a different was a nine. Okay, mm. so the year was a nine. Okay. Yeah. So basically, a nine is an end of a cycle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's ending. So like that's why a lot of stuff happened last year because everything was being destroyed. A lot of things ended Re- in my life. <laughs> Just ended. Yes, boo. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> And so a nine is ending. It symbolizes uh-huh. the ending of things and destruction, as we oh, saw last yes. year. And then this year, and Donald Trump winning the American election. <laughs> if that's not destructive, yeah, I don't yeah. know what is. Mm-hmm. And then a one, which is the year we're in now, because mm-hmm. the cycle completed. So oh, okay. now we're in a one. A one is about leadership, personal empowerment, accountability, responsibility. And if you take your life into your own hands this year, you can really become something. You know, oh, and wow. your dreams can really be um, accomplished this year because everything in the stars are aligned for things to go well this year. Wow! So I'm excited. I think it's going to be an incredible year. I think so too. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's about just believing um, That's the most important thing Life is about What you believe Is going to be And even if Sometimes things turn out Not the way You completely saw it as yeah. You just got to keep going You do My biggest lesson I think um, that, I, that I went away And you know I was just sitting And reflecting on the year Getting some much needed rest mm-hmm. Getting a sense of I suppose Understanding of What I went through In 2016 Yeah But what I came away with Is you know we sometimes tend to dwell in the valley okay. instead of going through the valley. Mm. Uh, as Winston Churchill once said, if you find yourself going through hell, mm, keep, keep going, going mm-hmm. right? Um, and at the end of the day, you just got to keep going. You got to stand up. No one's going to help you with that. You got to do it yourself. You have to. And you got to keep trying because mm. at the end of the day, life and death happen to us all. Oh, yeah. uh, are you going to live the rest of your life worried about what has happened Are you mm. going to uh, live the rest of your life Worried about what may or may not come mm. um, Or are you just going to go with it And see yeah. what happens uh, A lot of the times People will say things like Oh don't go there You know yes, sometimes yes. I find my parents say You want to go to Mami Lodi At this time of the night You know it's dangerous <laughs> They grew up in Mami yeah. right <laughs> Like you know Even I'm looking there. at you side Yeah you know I'm what like, I mean mm. Don't look at me side They're just concerned <laughs> And at the end of the day It's like Yeah I'm going to go there If something happens It was my day Mm. But I'm going there with fearless, yeah, a sense of fearlessness because yeah. I'm expecting good things and I'm going to walk away with good things. Yeah. And even if bad things happen, I can still learn something from that, it's a setup. and I actually can gain. It's always a setup. Thank you very much. Yeah. Because actually, I realized that all the tough things that I went through personally were just a setup for something greater, greater. and something mm. bigger and an opportunity to also reinvent myself. Which is that's important haircut. though. <laughs> Look at the haircut, y'all. Like flex for the camera. Hello. Yes, yes. <laughs> Call me. What's happening? What's so what's up no. is the number is 079-748, as I said, 2090. I'm going to say that again. 079-748-2090. And what's up, Candice? Yeah. Or myself? <laughs> what's up, us? Us. What's up, us? Yeah. No, but you know what? I actually think that this year, um, for me personally, there's two mantras I'm going to live by. Mm. First, yeah, I'm going to say no. Oh, yeah? No. No. <laughs> no, no with no apologies. No with no... Justification, yeah. like if I, I'm just no. gonna say no, no, and because I just feel like I haven't been practicing my yeah. no powers to yeah. their full yeah. effect, 
And then another thing is I want to live um, unapologetically and fearlessly. That's dope. You know, and I think when you can get those two right, then mm-hmm. I think you can achieve anything. Because I, I like every that. time you think about like, oh, what's this one going to think? What's society going to say? What's this one? Yeah. Then you put yourself in a dump, you know, because people are going to talk regardless. I would always say this. I would rather hear a quick no yes. than a long maybe. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and no is a very powerful thing to yes. say. Sometimes no is more powerful than yes. Yes. Uh, saying no to things that waste your time in yes. your life. Sometimes saying no to people who are there to just be negative. Yes. Sometimes saying no to certain things. Like I find, especially with, with jobs and career and that sort of thing. You know, I'm a freelancer. Yeah. And I've learned to say no Thank to you. things that just waste my time. Right. Here's my mantra that I live by. Yes. If the client is already asking for a discount <laughs> at the time that we're negotiating this, they're going to be difficult <laughs> and probably pay you late anyway by the time you're finished. So don't just take a job because you're worried that you don't have anything at the yes. moment and it doesn't fit all the criteria that you had set for yourself. Yes. Be okay with saying no and letting something slide because yes. at the end of the day, something better is going to come your way that wouldn't have been able to because there wouldn't have been space for it because yes. you would have been busy doing that other thing that had a long maybe instead of saying a big, quick, straight no. But that's what Mark Cuban said. He said, um, you always be willing to walk away from a deal. Yeah. And that basically means yeah. if if your service is worthy People will always come back mm. The people mm. who are giving you A hard time about yeah. Oh no I can't afford it Okay come back to me When you can Exactly You know And when you do that They know your value And they will come back Exactly You know So I think that's a very Important lesson I think it's important To say no And I think 2017 Is a year to say No to the things That you know Aren't beneficial to you And yes to the things That you know You know can help you In the long run Yeah Yeah um, I went to watch an, A great movie Uh for the, you know how many movies did I watch? I watched a couple, but I went to the cinema uh, just once. I think uh, recently this December, yeah. and I went to watch Hacksaw Ridge, the new movie oh, by yes, Mel yes, Gibson. Yes, yes. You said um, they had quite a few life lessons, yeah, st- huh? starring uh, I forgot his first name, but his surname is Garfield. Spider Man. Oh, he was yes, Spider Man. Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yes, yeah. yes. Awesome movie. You know, I love Mel awesome Gibson. Guy. Uh, awesome guy as well, um, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it's not awesome, Mel Gibson. Awesome, awesome, awesome actor. <laughs> yeah. Mel Gibson, though. He's an asshole. <laughs> I like, I like him because, like, he's an asshole. He's unapologetic about being an asshole. A true story. Like, you got to respect he, he's, that. He's like, you know what? Uh, at the end of the day, this is who I am. Take it or leave, or leave it. it. Thank you. Either you love me or, or you, you leave, leave me. me alone. <laughs> That's Mel Gibson for you, right? Yes. But what I like about Mel Gibson, he's got he's got principles. He's got yes. certain principles, and they, and they come through in every single movie of his. Yeah. And and one of his biggest principles is, I think he he makes movies that, as a director especially, yeah, you can always take something away from. So Hacksaw Ridge is basically a movie set in World War Two. Okay. If you are squeamish and you don't like blood and gore and guts yeah. everywhere, this is not probably not the kind of movie for you to watch. Okay. But it has some amazing principles in it because it's about a young man at the start of World War II in yeah. America mm-hmm. who decided that he was going to go enlist in the army and go to war. Yeah. And his principles were that he would never carry a gun okay. and he would not kill in a wow. war. He was going there to help. Wow. And now you can imagine back in 1940 or 1939... Uh, some guy coming in and saying, I'm not going to carry a gun. That's crazy. He, he was labeled a coward. He mm. was labeled all sorts of things. But actually, he was the most courageous man on the battlefield because mm. he went out there and decided that he was going to be a medic and he was going to help people in any way that he could, especially yeah. um, his fellow soldiers yeah. without carrying a gun. 
and he goes through military training. He okay. almost, uh, you know, gets kicked out of the military, mm-hmm. but somehow miraculously, because he stuck to his guns and he stuck to his principles, literally, yeah. <laughs> he, he makes it to this war. Wow. And Hacksaw Ridge is actually a real ridge um, that was in, you know, the the the, the east in okay. Asia. That there was a battle that, that, that took place Between the Americans and the Japanese mm-hmm. And this guy rescued 75 soldiers On his own what? In one night Without a gun What? And in fact he even managed to save some Japanese people's lives as well Some Japanese soldiers lives as well While he was at it Wow. So his principles were based on Basically he doesn't want to kill okay. Because that's what he heard from God mm-hmm. And that's what he was going to do okay. So I took away my five principles That that can work for you in 2017 from yeah. the movie Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. So, one, pick a side, right? Mm. Get a principle you believe in I and stick that. to it, right? Mm. Uh, conviction. That's conviction. Yeah, be convicted. Like in mm. 2017, decide and which side of the it. fence you're going to be on yeah. and stick to it. Just stick to it. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But remember, two, everything costs and the most important things cost the most. Mm. So, what happened with this guy is as soon as he decided that this was his principle, yeah. that very same principle was challenged. Yes. He had to go to court. Uh, he was beaten up by his fellow platoon mm. while they were still training because yeah. they believed that he wouldn't help them in battle and he was mm. a coward. And no one helped him, but he stuck to what his principles were. Yeah. And in the end, the cost that he paid was far less than what he got out of sticking to his principles. Wow. So, like I was saying, you know, if... If there are things that you don't want in your life anymore And they're going to cost you Because walking away from relationships is always going to cost It's going to yeah. cost you heartbreak mm. It's going to cost you uh, loss All yes. sorts of things yeah. But if that's what you need to do You need you to walk need away to from it, it. And, and, and be prepared to pay for the cost yeah. if, if, your co- if your principles this year say that You are going to work better, harder And maybe deserve what you're worth There are going to be a lot of people who are going to say No thank you, we can't Mm. afford you And some people will just be more comfortable with you being who you were Exactly So they don't want you to grow Yeah, so you're going to meet a lot of That's the cost, resistance But just push through Yeah. Um, The third one Oh, oh, by the way, Winston Churchill said this Just before we we, we, we go past this You've got to pay the cost to be the boss He also said You will pay a price for your principles, right? Mm Mm-hmm and if you have enemies, good. That means you stood up for something yes. sometime in your life. That's amazing. Number three, no passion, no point, baby. Oh. Like, don't do it if you don't love what you're doing, oh. if you don't want to be there. Yes. If, if, if your heart's not in it, no. then nothing else will happen. Because there's nothing worse than someone who's living an uninspired life. And exactly. it shows in everything they do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't be half-assed about life. Yes. Be whole-assed. Yeah. <laughs> Show us your whole ass. God you damn know it. What I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? You got to love what you do. True. You got to love people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think those are the, the, the things that I remember. A life of service, I think. Yeah, as a life well. of service. Because I think when you love people, yeah. you dedicate more of yourself to helping. That's right. And you're not destructive. So you're not out there trying to destroy people or... You know, so mm. I think that that's the service. That's a life of service, really. That's, that's so true because actually what passion is really about, it's about doing something mm. for a greater cause than what you're going to gain in the short term. Yeah. So if it's a career move, think about the reason why you want that career move. Yeah. Apart from you want a more raise yeah. or you want more status. Yes. How are you going to be helping people with what you're doing? Exactly. And once you have that, like... Everything else the just fall into place. Oyster, Everything else really. just fall into place. Um, and then number four is the battlefield of life is dirty and dangerous. 
but he who dares most wins. Wow. You know, watching this film, you get a real sense of what a battlefield looks like. Yeah. And there's explosions going off. There are gunshots going off. Mm. And it's quite random a lot of the time. You know? <laughs> so you're never ready. Yeah, you're never ready. Yeah. It's like, it's hectic. It's yeah. dirty. There's, there's dead people everywhere. Mm. There's blood and guts everywhere. Yeah. And the one thing I, 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 I saw about this, which I think is, is, is like life, even the people that you thought they're going to definitely make it through this battle, yeah. like the steadying type guys, <laughs> you know, the ones with the big muscles that yeah. can shoot well or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're usually the first people to get shot. No, oh, damn. Because it's so random. Oh, thank you goodness. <laughs> well, at least, you, at least everything's a surprise. It's exactly you know? that, right? <laughs> so what I'm trying to say with that is there are going to be tough days, weeks and months, but you got to soldier on. Because in a battle, the only way to win is to keep going forward. Oh, yes. As soon as your squad or you yourself decide you're going to, you're going to hang back, yeah. you are not going to overcome the enemy. You're not going to win. you got to keep going forward. Um, you got to understand that when you're going forward, you need your people to cover you, your fellow yeah. soldiers. So yeah. they're shooting, yeah. you move forward. Yeah. So in life, God's got you covered. Yeah. And once God's got you covered, you step out and you do what you need to do. Mm. You step out in faith. Because if you don't step out, you won't win the battle. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say with that one. But I love it. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know what was great is there was, there was one scene, you know, where I was saying like he actually literally saved um, 75 people. Mm. And what he did is... He stayed up there. Hexor Ridge is like a cliff. Yeah. At the top of this cliff. Okay. Everyone climbs up mm -hmm. at the beginning of the day. They fight. And then at the end of the day, they come down again. Yeah. The Japanese soldiers stay on top. Oh, okay. Uh, because they had that ridge. Yeah. But they were like in underground bunkers and all sorts of things yeah. like that. So this guy decides to stay up there by himself after oh. all the other soldiers have retreated and gone back. Oh, man. And what he does is he's looking for any soldiers that are still alive. Hmm. And he's just like lifting them up. One man. Taking them and, and, and taking them down The side of this cliff On a rope Yeah And he did that 75 times And every time He was like He was finished Exhausted You're thinking This is the last person He can save He goes Just one more God And he crawls through You know And gets one more life And he says this A couple of times Just one more God And by the time That he's finished 75 people Have been rescued Damn So you know Even though you might Take the a lot of hits of conviction eh? You know what I mean Even though it might get tough Yeah Even though you might Fall on your ass Get up and just say Just one more God But you know That's the thing I feel like people think Especially maybe In the media industry yeah. or But in life in general I, People think that You know One setback Equals quitting It means oh, yeah. It means that You're oh, not yeah. supposed To be or doing ten that ten setbacks Ten setbacks <laughs> And I feel like Especially in this industry yeah. Or because I'm in this industry mm, So I'm not mm, speaking mm, on mm, others mm. But you, you're going to get a lot of setback And you're going to get a lot of resistance And you're going to get a lot of times Where people want you to compromise your morality That's right To get certain opportunities right. And saying no to that I mean everyone's like Oh it's easy to say no No it's When you've been hustling at something for a long time It's not easy to say no But That's true. saying no means that you'll have your soul intact By the time you achieve your dreams and mm. your goals and So it's really about having that faith To say that Regardless of what anyone says This is my path And mm. I'm going to walk it and I'm going to fight for it. And when people say to you, oh, no, don't you think it's time to quit? Then it's time to quit that person and that relationship. And you keep on moving because it's not a path whereby no one's path in life can be maneuvered by negativity. That's right. You know, you need right. positive people yeah. and you need to be able to rely on yourself and say, mm. when all else fails, I've still got me. That's true. And that's, you know, Here's I think thing, that's though. what people need to I do. I mean, um, you know, you, you're in the media industry, you're in the entertainment, you... Uh, a speaker All sorts of things Yeah You know And You know Our industry sometimes Is beset with That notion That if you are An attractive yeah. Young woman Yes 
the only way to make it through is by basically letting go of your principles. Oh, yeah. Either A, by sleeping with a producer or a director or someone yeah. who can give you a job. Mm-hmm. B, things are tough, find a blesser at least. Yeah. So that you can keep survive. looking good. <laughs> in the meantime, <laughs> My hair can stay green. While you're waiting for that opportunity. Yeah, your hair yeah. can stay green, right? Cost yeah. money. Um, or, or C, compromise yourself in some other way on social media by either posting naked, naked or, or posting anything that, that you would otherwise not, not do yeah. that would compromise you in the long run, but that might get you a lot of followers up front the, right? yeah. and, and get you noticed. Yes. How do you, mm-hmm. as Candy Mama, go about making sure that you don't compromise yourself? Even when it gets tough, because I'm sure yeah. there are times when even your, your, your family's like, so when are you yeah. going to get that breakthrough? <laughs> like, hey, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it's so funny. I was actually speaking to my mom now. Um, and we were saying that there was a time actually that I went through a stage of, I'd call it depression. And it was just before the clips. Well, it was before everything in my life really started to change. And mm. it was about two years ago. And literally everyone in my family was like, don't you think it's time? Don't you like, think it's time to just get serious <laughs> and do something normal? Like, can, can you just yeah. be like everyone else? Yeah, like go get a job. <laughs> exactly. You know. And there were times when I've been presented, you know, some of the people I've mm. been um, in a relationship with or involved with and I've been presented with the easy way out you know where I could have said let me just be in a relationship with this person or marry this person and my life will be easy Mm. you know Mm. I'll never become anything but I'll get that fame yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. but then I realized I'm not doing this for fame. I'm mm. doing this because it's a calling, and it's something that I feel is my. Mm. Firstly, mm. the public mm. speaking. I feel it's a message that needs to be heard, and secondly, with the radio and the TV stuff. I feel like I'm going to achieve what I want to achieve, but I'm going to do it on my terms because when I get there, I don't want anyone holding like yeah. an axe over my head. Yeah, and you saying, know, someone in the shadows, yes, like yes. anytime now, I'm going to tell them. Don't forget I made you. Yeah, or I'm yeah. going to tell them right? what you did. Because sleeping with one eye open for success is really it's not, not it. it's not it's a not life, right? You don't enjoy it. Exactly, you don't enjoy it. And I want to be happy. You want to I'm happy it. right now. Yeah, that's good. Keep <laughs> it up. <laughs> like, I want to remain yeah. happy and I don't yeah. want my demons to always mm. be haunting mm. me. And I think then it makes it easier when you operate from a place of conviction and you say, I know what I'm worth. And if you're not willing to pay it now, it's fine. You'll come back yeah. and you will pay the price. But, but don't you think so. that sometimes that's also about just, just being cool with the fact that maybe right now it's not working yeah. the way you I have in to. mind, the way I, I wanted to, uh, the way that my principles have aligned themselves. Yeah. But even though it's not working now and everyone else is saying, yeah, but you know, so-and-so. Like, yeah, you know, all is I, I suppose for men, the difference would be um, if you're going into business. Yeah. Just give the guy something yeah, under the no. table, mm. you know, something yana, and you'll mm. get this business and you'll get started. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of guys who are out there who've done well in business, and yeah. it's like everyone else is going, well, you know, actually, this guy compromised his own principles, and but he's doing well. Yes. And at the end of the day, you know, the end justifies the means. And you're sitting there going, no, my my means justifies my end because what I'm trying to do is. I want this the right way, mm. whether it takes me longer to succeed or not. But once I have it, it's completely mine. Because That's I found so that when you have compromised somewhere along the way, mm. you will th- you might get what uh, you want. Oh, but, but will it's you definitely pay? not yours, and yes. you will have to pay at some point. Oh yeah, you have to pay dues. Yeah, you know. But I mean? you know, it's kind of like uh, what's that story? I love the story. Um, it's it's a fable, a school fable, and mm. it's basically uh, the. Is it the Pied Piper or yeah, the Pied Piper. Rumpelstiltskin? Oh, Rumpelstiltskin. So, yes, and Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> comes story. to you and yeah. he offers you your heart's desires. Mm. But there's always a term and condition. But he sells it to you in such a way that you're like, yes, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be this. I'm gonna mm. do this. And and then when you sign a deal with him, 
the condition is always greater than what you received. Exactly. So I'd rather operate in faith and I'd rather operate in a clean environment where my convictions remain yeah. true and take just a lot longer to get there mm-hmm. than have to rely, get there, and then have to rely on drugs to get me through because I you can't sleep I mean? at night. Yeah, yeah, you know, so yeah, for me yeah. personally, it's an easy choice to make. Or having all that money and being totally miserable and then oh. spending it all badly just, just to make yourself feel to better, fill right? Because you're trying to fill that void. Yeah. Uh, just in case you, you don't know the story of Rumpelstiltskin, yes, just yes. in case you never read it before. <laughs> yes. Not everyone reads every single fairy tale. I love Rumpelstiltskin because the story of, of this young woman mm-hmm. who's basically caught up in a situation in her life that is very difficult and she can't get out of it. She's basically uh, weaving. She's been told to weave straw into gold yes. and she doesn't know how she's going to do that, yeah. right? And and isn't that life? Like mm. you take the crap of life and you and make you, it into you weave it into yeah, gold. Yeah. And and sometimes you just gotta sit there by that loom, man, and take the straw and just keep practicing and keep practicing until you learn how to turn it to gold. Yeah. But someone comes along by the name of Rumpelstiltskins and says, I can help you do this. I can do it for you. Actually. Shit. You you, you, know? you ain't even gotta be sitting here. You know what I mean? The blesser. <laughs> He's a blesser in the story. And he was kind of short and awkward looking yeah. as well. <laughs> a proper blesser. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And he comes into the story and he says, I can help you do this on one condition. Yeah. That when you have your firstborn, because if she could weave the straw into gold, she was going to marry the prince. When you have your firstborn with the prince, you are going to give me mm. your firstborn child. Mm. And at that time, I suppose. She it was makes just sense. like, I don't even want kids right now. Yeah. I don't even think you know I'm going to have kids. <laughs> isn't isn't yeah. that exactly what happens yeah. in life where you're thinking, well, you know what? This whole marriage thing or, or, or this life that, that I thought about, maybe it's not for me anyway. Yes, maybe yes. I don't even want kids. Yes. You make like, these, these horrible mistakes <laughs> yes, when you're young, you yes. know, uh, uh, um, where even like sleeping with the wrong people because you're thinking, but you know what? I'll never have kids anyway. So at the moment, maybe I, I don't even need um, yeah. to, to use protection because this, yeah. this guy is saying, if, if I give it to him without protection, he will give me all of this and all of that. Yeah. And who knows? What the consequences of that may be But you're thinking mm. right now I don't really care yeah, yeah. So that's the same thing with Rumpelstiltskins right And it so turns out that He helps her make this straw turn into gold mm. And she marries the prince And then he comes back when she's had She's just had her first And baby. she's forgotten By the she's way totally Rumpelstiltskin forgotten. like leaves your life He does You eh? know he disappears completely from And you that think period. you're free Yes you're like, like oh he's years. forgotten Yeah. Like, ah, and you've even it. forgotten almost Yeah. You know because you've told yourself Ah you know, I, I, I would have done I it anyway. This. Yes. I'm the one who made this great deal with yes. Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. I'm a deal maker. Yes. And then 10 years later, Rumpelstiltskin is like, yo, hey, what's up? You got to pay the piper. I yeah, need that firstborn. Time for yeah. my baby. Yeah. And, you know, fairy tales have a happy ending. But I, I really believe in fairy tales because I think life generally has a happy ending. You just got to keep reading. You know, you just yeah. got to keep going. So what happens is he says, if you can remember my name and who I am, Okay, mm. I will let you keep your baby. Your baby. Yeah. And all you have to do is remember what my name is. And how strange is that? Mm. That 10 years later, Rumpelstiltskin comes back and says, Do you remember who I am? Mm. And that's all she had to do. She had to actually say to him, This is who you, you are. are. Mm. And in so doing, be okay with being exposed at that yes, time. Yes. You know, a lot of the times, I think that, and I've gone through it myself, where yeah. you're struggling with something, you're struggling with. A, a concealed sin You're struggling with Something that you feel you've done That is so bad No one will ever forgive mm. you for it So you don't want to say it to anybody yes. else And you're yes. just struggling with it by yourself yeah. You're just carrying this yeah. thing And this thing is like hovering over you Going I will expose and you I will expose thinking, you yes. You know what I mean And every day you're thinking I'm going to get exposed just now But you, you're not getting what you need 
to help you get over this thing. And yeah. the moment you name it, you name it, you say Rumpelstiltskins, that's when Rumpelstiltskins disappeared. Oh, I love that story. Dope. Yes, dude. Dope, dope, dope. dope. <laughs> no, but I love out. it. I think, I think that's what life is, though. Like, you're going to go through challenges and you're going to yeah. go through setbacks. And as soon as you realize that everything in life requires some sort of payment, and that payment could is your hard work and your sweat and your tears and those nights where you question yourself, mm. you know, because sometimes people see the end result and they don't see the behind the scenes. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, I wish my life was like yours. And you're looking at them like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. because you know the kind of work you have to put in to yeah, acquire certain yeah, things. Yeah, and the sleepless nights. The sleepless nights. Working and throughout right, the night. The, yeah. the countless proposals. Because mm. when you're a freelancer like we are, I mean, you are forever submitting the something num- yeah. to someone. The number of times people keep telling you no. You know, you, you really think this is a done deal. The funders are going to come through. Exactly. And sometimes they're almost there and they just yeah. and, then, and then you just like, because yeah, then as soon as you learn the principle that when you turn a no into a not yet, yeah, that's yeah. when your life can change. That's because true. then you don't take things so personally. Mm. Because I think initially when I started, because I started out so young, it was like everything I took as a hard knock to myself. Mm. And I was like, oh, but it, why me? Like, why don't people like me? And then when I was like, I don't care about people liking me no more. Yeah, I like yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> and that's enough, right? And that's enough. You are and enough. Exactly. And mm. I think that's the one principle. If everyone could actually understand it and say, I am enough, mm. then that is what would change our lives. I think also that, that, that idea that, that you have that walk of shame after you've gone to some presentation, you've promised everybody this mm. is the big one, I'm prepared. And you told your family. You know, I and think everyone's that, excited. Yeah. They, 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 you know, when we spoke yeah. before this meeting, they seemed like they really wanted to hear my story yeah, and what it was yeah, that I was yeah. going to offer them yeah. and then after they say no just thinking now the walk of shame back home how to, am I going to explain this how am I going to explain yes. this right yeah. um, and getting over that and just saying you know what you can't you don't win them all but uh you just got to keep fighting and keep getting up. But you know going. the irony, they, they, something happened to me. Um, like I think it was last year. Uh-huh. And um, basically what it was, was someone that I presented to two year, a year and a half ago. And I was like, this person, like, did they even hear me? They were so interested and then they weren't. And then they contacted me. Like after like a year and a half And they're like You made you such know. an impact back then But the only problem is We don't have the money for you Yeah And then yeah. you're like I'd like to hear it back then You know what I mean <laughs> you I needed know? it then but, but, then, but then you realize That sometimes The divine timing Is not your timing And you've got to accept that And keep it moving Because you You can't let it cripple you Sometimes you're just going through A, a season of planting And you've got to remember that All those nights Writing those proposals Going to those meetings Presenting those proposals is you planting those seeds all over the place. Yes. And at some point, seeds turn into harvest. Mm. And when harvest time comes, it's what you did before that is actually going to benefit you. Mm. So things like always waiting to gain before you give yeah. is very counterproductive. Mm. Because at the end of the day, you've planted no seeds. So when harvest time comes around, when summer rolls in, <laughs> you, there's nothing for you there, yes, right? Yes. So you got to keep planting seeds. You got to keep doing for people. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and sometimes even in your business life, you just got to keep saying, I'm going to keep just trying until actually something does, does happen. Because yeah. one year, a year later, they might call you back. Now, we, we still have the number five okay. <laughs> principles of life that I learned from Hacksaw yes, Ridge. Please. And, and that is there's only one way to do life really at the end of it all what I realized I mean you know the end of the, the the movie you see real footage like pictures and a clip of this guy when he was like 80 something yeah. years later mm. and he's this big hero now 
and and now everyone believes in his conviction. You know what I mean? And and, yeah. and he's talking, and he's an old old man, and you realize that a lot of the people that didn't have the same conviction as him have passed on. They're, they're long gone. Yeah. But the guy who took the most fire, the guy who was in the most danger, yeah. outlived them all. And my point is this. There's only one way to do life, and that's your own way. Yes. When you look back in hindsight, you'll see <clears throat> that a lot of the struggles that you went through don't, don't really matter. Hmm. You know, when you're... They were, they were minute. They were minute. The Even though they, they seemed like they were huge at the time, they don't really matter. And everyone's going to have an opinion on, on your life and how you should be living it. Oh. Especially when you're, when you're in a point where you're failing, you yeah. know? Oh, oh. <laughs> doesn't everyone got something to say when you're not doing well? Oh my gosh, <laughs> don't they just... And, and everyone's got their expert opinion on how you should live your life. Dude. They don't know, know how to live theirs, but I mean, they've got, they, they know how you should live yours. Look They're, at relationships, right? Every time like, it comes to an end, <laughs> don't you hate it when that friend, brother, cousin, mom, dad. I told you so. Kind of, yeah, you know. And, and you're like, this is where you, you went wrong. Help. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, you could have told me so then, you know. And also, just, just in terms of like, actually, I don't need you to tell me so at any point. Like... I'm going to do my best. I'm sometimes going to succeed and I'm yeah. sometimes going to fail. And that's okay. And there's nothing me or you can do about yeah. that. All I need you to do is when I have been shot down in that battlefield, Just carry me, me, sew me up, stitch yes. me up. Love me. Love me. Get me ready to go back out there. Right. You know, this whole notion, you know, I, I, one thing I keep hearing from me, even my lawyer was like, yo, dude. I just hope that you don't try this marriage thing again. <laughs> and if you do, come to me for a really watertight prenup, you know? Yeah. And for a while, I was like, you know, maybe they're right. I've been doing it wrong anyway. But actually, at the end of the day, people don't really have a right to speak into your life like mm. that. Because it doesn't matter how many times you fail, you can still get up and try again. And, and you probably that should. That yeah. You know what I mean? Um, because if you have a conviction in your heart about what it is that you want in your life, you must just go ahead and do it. And sometimes you're going to do life in a way that just doesn't meet society's, I suppose, standards. ideas or standards of mm -hmm. how life should be lived, right? I mean, at the end of the day, we're going to die. We're all going to die. There are no guarantees. Yeah. Um, in a war situation, there's bullets flying everywhere, everywhere and mm -hmm. they're random. So I got hijacked last year. Yes. And I realized that there have been many other times where I could have died, but I'm still here, right? And sometimes... I could have lived my life more safely in inverted commas. Yeah. I could have stayed at home more. I could have, you know, done a lot of things that were far more healthier in conventional terms. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm still here. Exactly. You know, Winston, Ch Winston Churchill, and I'm not by any means saying you must live your life like this guy. But he started smoking cigars when he was 12. He died in 98. Wow. He, he drank a, a, a shot of whiskey before he even got out of bed. Just, yeah. Just so that he can brush his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> drank the whole day. <laughs> The whole day. But he was still Winston Churchill. You know, he lived to ninety eight, yo. Oh man. <laughs> or ninety something anyway. Yeah. So you never know. All I'm saying is you never know. I'm not advocating uh, a negative lifestyle anyway. Yes. What I'm advocating is just living a full life. You live a full life, even if that life might not be the standard by which someone else lives their life. Yeah. Uh, because they're living this. And that's the important thing to remember. I think. I think people we're so afraid of. 
making mistakes. Yeah. And unfortunately, the only way you get to live and learn in life is when you do make mistakes. And as soon as you say, I'll never love again. I mean, I don't think there's anything more damn foolish. Like, I mean, I love loving. I love being you in love. I love being in relationships. Yes, Dude. those things end. <laughs> yeah. Terribly. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Doesn't always have to be that way. Yeah. But it I don't is. know why they make it bad. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and it's I always mean, the other person, isn't it? It's never always, you. Always. Look at me. I, yeah, I would yeah, never. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but like, I mean, you know, they end. But at the end of the day, that doesn't stop me from pursuing other love, you know, because yeah. love is beautiful. And just like anything else, career, you know, just because you end up in a bad space in your career and you know it's your purpose doesn't mean you need to stop pursuing that. Maybe in the space you're in, you need to stop pursuing it. But you can move from that space and go p- pursue it elsewhere. Yeah. You know, so I think for 2017, if people could abolish the fear, like what are people going to say? People are going to say what they're going to damn say. You know what I realized last year? Yeah. There's so many people that hate you already anyway. Right? <laughs> and then I'm just waiting to say something. It they're doesn't just waiting really, for that moment you know for I mean? you to fuck up. So it doesn't matter how you live your life. There's someone yeah. who's going to object to it anyway. So and just live your life. You know what? You are going to, if you are not, if they are not talking about you, you are not doing something. You know what I mean? You they know? say They say weakness is, is something that you just have by doing nothing. Yes. Jealousy, you gotta earn. You you have to earn <laughs> jealousy, and as soon as people stop caring about who you are yeah. and what you're doing, yeah. then you must yeah. know. Then you must. You know are doing something right. wrong. You're doing something wrong. You're yeah. doing something yeah. so wrong. I posted something like that. Um, Beginning of the year Yeah Where I was like If you didn't like me in 2016 You're gonna yeah. hate me In 2017 mm. And this You know There are always Preach. those people On social media This one lady writes back Oh that's so self-absorbed And shallow And oh my goodness Like why did you have to write that And I'm thinking to myself You know You, you really didn't <laughs> You, you don't need have to take to respond, time out of your day you know? to tell me that. You know what I mean? You didn't yeah. need to take time out of your busy, life. full full and deep life Thank you. that you're so busy doing for other people to tell me <laughs> that. So I just said to her, you know, you have many options. One of them is to unfollow. Hello. <laughs> like Hello. you can feel free to unfollow because I can feel free to block, mute or delete <laughs> your ass. <laughs> and... and and I've, I've realized that there's, there's always going to be somebody who has the time to want to say something to somebody Detractors. that's negative. Yeah. Right? Because you must remember, there are a lot of people that aren't living their life to their full potential. Yeah. So they bitter when they see other people living their life to their full potential. So they want you to feel the unhappiness they feel. You know, because I think um, the best thing I've learned is Don Miguel Ruiz said, what did he, oh, he said, don't take anything personally, you know, because anything anyone else does is because of them and it's not because of you you know and that is a truth I mean what people do is purely based on how they feel and how they associate with the world you know if people are good to you it's because they associate the world in a good way if if they're not good to you then they don't associate and that is not your problem it's not your problem you know you are not here to fix everybody no actually that's a waste of time trying to fix everybody else's problems you got enough of your own (laughs) and the other thing that that I've learned is you know I, I'm also on social media a lot. There's a lot of posts that are, I'm not, are not exactly to my taste. And I yeah. say, I use the word taste specifically because just because I don't like it or I find it offensive yeah. doesn't mean that it necessarily is to everybody else. It's just how I Perceive feel about it, it react to it yeah. based on my life's experiences, yeah. right? I don't actually have to, and I don't have the time anyway, yeah. to go and write to that person and, and tell say, them I how don't I feel. Like you. you know what I mean? Um, unless it's something that I feel really it's important to me but it's not it's not I don't I, I never take it to that it's a personal attack on yes, you yes. it's it's an attack on your ideas or your ideals or what you're saying right there that might be off Yeah. but not you I think this year people need to stop taking things so personally because you can you can attack someone's idea 
in a productive way without having to attack the person. And I think society has gone into such a point where we start attacking the person when we start losing what we are actually saying because we understand that it makes no sense. Exactly. You know, so I think it's just a mind shift. Like people need to really change the way they relate to the world. Yeah. So, so having yes. said all that, what are yes. your plans for 2017? I'm actually super excited Give for 2017. Give us your dream list, your wish list, your to-do list. I'm not giving my full dream list okay, because, okay. yeah, so... Some things are confidential. Yeah. <laughs> this year, I want to stay single. Not that that's that hard for me. <laughs> okay. Uh, Everyone's listening like, what's new? Um... <laughs> You've got a lot of seats. You've been, been looking at me like, No, I'm looking at you, you like, like, how are you going to do that? Someone's going to ask you out, you know, later. No, they do ask. you're going to say yes. N- After I'm probably going to say yes. You're going to say yes. And, and no, gents, no, no, no. here's the thing, right? I think, I think everybody has a certain number of no's in them. You just keep asking and asking and asking, and no. they'll get to their last no and eventually say yes. No, 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 no. I think okay. this time I'm, I'm truly, I think this is my selfish year. I, I vowed to make 2017 my selfish year, and okay. that is to say no more often to things that, you know, I do not believe in, and to say yes to things that, you know, are good. I mean, I'm not going to turn away, like, if Brad Pitt comes to my door. Oh, okay, yeah. he's got a luggage load of kids, but, <laughs> so I it's might okay. say no. Um, but he's Angelina really doesn't want him to. Yeah. <laughs> Have any access to the kids So he might not have kids So yeah um. He might not have kids And uh, definitely There'll be a little bit Of baby mama drama In terms of just him Trying to visit his kids uh, But outside of that She doesn't really um. Have them but but yes, I'm not going to turn away every opportunity to get to know people. I'm mm. I'm willing to get to know people, and that's what yeah. I keep telling guys on the first date. That look, I'm not looking to be in a relationship right now. Yeah. And every guy so We're just far here planting seeds. Yeah, every guy so far does not seem to understand what I'm saying mm. because they mm. keep asking me out, and I'm like, I need you to understand. Yeah. This is a friend zone situation. Yeah. Like we are not doing anything. It's but anyway. I know how it feels, <laughs> No, so this year I'm vowing to stay single so I can focus on my life and I can pursue dreams that I can't pursue when I'm with someone. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I really am excited for this year. Oh, that's I'm very awesome. excited. Yeah. Um, and what are your dreams, T? What are you planning on doing? Well, this year is the year that I really want to put out a film Ooh, and or a TV series that mm. I've produced and star in. Wow. I think I've come to that point now where nothing really interests me anymore on, on TV in terms mm. of working for other people. Um, local productions for me, there are some amazing ones out there at the moment where, yeah. that are telling like Incredible really amazing stories, stories yeah. right? But I don't see myself in any of them. You don't relate the to the characters. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I relate to the characters and everything else. All I'm saying is I just don't see myself and not, mm. not, not as a way mm. of, of putting mm. them down. I'm just saying. You don't see something that you would be involved in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and also, I feel like I've come to that point where enough about feeling bad enough about complaining about the industry mm. what am i doing to change the oh, industry I love that. am i going to leave a mark or am i just going to leave here saying how bad it is what am i doing to fix it what are mm. the solutions yes yeah. we all see the problems yes. but am i coming up with a solution so yeah. this is the year that i want to test my theories when it comes to solutions for my particular industry which is oh, film and television that. yeah and also i want to give more this is my year of giving i've, yeah. I've decided that while I'm waiting on the getting, which I'm going to get anyway, yeah. um, I want to give a lot more. So I've, I'm setting up a lot of things that I can do for people uh, in the place that I come from, which is Mamelodi. Mm-hmm. Um, acting classes, career guidance for kids, um, signing up with uh, a non-profit organization. I love that. To raise funds, you know, to help feed the poor, to mm. help clothe the poor. Um, and just giving of my time. I've got so much life experience um, and so much knowledge that I'd like to share with people. Yeah. And that's that's what amazing, I'm do. though. But I think that's also taking into effect 
the five uh, principles we just learned from the movie. Yeah. And that's one is service. Yeah. You know, being of service to people. Because mm. I think sometimes in life, when you're so busy pursuing your dreams, you almost become selfish. Mm. You know, and you stop mm. seeing what mm. around you you can change. Because mm. you're like, oh, as soon as I get my first deal, as soon as mm. I get my first show, mm. as soon as I get this. Mm. And before you know it, you're lying on your deathbed and you've impacted zero lives because exactly. you are so busy chasing. Exactly. You know, because they'll always, the goalposts always shift, yeah. right? When you're an ambitious person, you always want more. You always want more. Exactly. You get a jet and then you want four. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Floyd Mayweather, so no. You know? but, <laughs> but but yes, so we keep moving the goalposts to something else. Mm. Whereas mm. we can be like, you know what, in the environment I'm in, with the amount of influence I do have, I can still change lives. And I yeah. think that's so important. And I also think that um, doing for other people should become a very selfish notion. I'm yeah. doing this for, for me. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it might seem that I'm doing this yeah, for other no, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I completely understand. Selfishly, what you're it's about my, my healing process, mm. it's about my. Being able to look in the other direction. You just said now, when you're ambitious, you can want and want and want. And selfishly, I've decided I don't want to want at the moment. Mm. I want to give. I want to see how other people have less than what I have and how I can contribute. Until that feeling of wanting more goes away. Until that feeling of inadequacy goes away. Um, When there's someone who's more depressed than you and you're helping that person, it's actually healing your depression. Um, if you want a major growth in your life, start by growing someone else's life first, right? And and all the lessons that you're imparting to someone else, are you actually are learning yourself. You know what I mean? Mm. So yes, my my doing for others is totally a selfish act, and you've got to make yeah. it a selfish act. It's got to be about you um, and what you want to get out of it, being to do as much for other people until the hurt, the pain, um, the lack goes away. But I also find that for me personally, working with people and being with people is very fulfilling for myself because I did another show um, and they asked me, you know, so why do you do your talks? And sometimes why do you talk for free and blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, I'd love to make it seem like I'm this Mother Teresa who's selfless and I just go around giving. But I said it is actually quite like what you just said, quite selfish because yeah. I get so much exactly, right? from helping because, yeah. I mean, that energy that people give back yeah. into you. and It's like cough mixture it, for the soul. Right? Mm. And you feel so good afterwards and you mm. feel so energized and you're like, I'm one human being that can impact numerous people. Mm. And I think there's nothing more life-changing than that. When you realize the impact that you can have on others, it's a beautiful thing. And it's something that you're like, wait a minute, you no know. Doubt. I have oh, changed that. one person's life, yeah. which means my life matters. Yeah. Like, you know, you were yeah. saying. I mean, uh, another famous saying, and I'm probably going to mess it up because I don't remember it exactly okay. from bottom, but basically, we get a salary f- or we get rewarded, we get paid for, for what we do in our careers. Okay. But we leave a legacy and we, or we get a legacy and we become legends based on what we give. Mm. And I love that. You know what I mean? I love that. And and sometimes, you know, don't get don't ever get fooled by life in, in, in getting caught up in the rat race. How many uh, bags do you have? How many red bottom shoes do you have? Yeah. How many times do you post on Instagram about the kind of trips that you're going on, mm. the villas you're living in and all sorts of things like that? Because at the end of the day, we we get so distracted by that that we forget that Maybe in 20, 30 years time Those people who were just posting For the for the sake of posting We will have long forgotten, forgotten. That that person who 
probably didn't have the means to post because they weren't going on those overseas trips, right? They were hustling. They were hustling, or they were busy helping others or doing for others. Mm. Um, they got over their need to show off the material things. In 20 years' time, even if they might not have had the material things, 30 years' time, that we all like lay so much value on. Like, just because you've made it in terms of being successful with money, money yeah. we think, wow, you've really made it. But yeah. someone else is right next to you who's doing the same thing. But monetarily, they haven't made it like you have. And we overlook those people. Only to find 100 years later, they're the ones who are still relevant. They've left a legacy. You know, I always think of the Van Gogh principle, mm. as the Americans call him. But we call him Van Gogh. <laughs> the, uh, yes. the Dutch painter. Yes, he yes. died a pauper. Yes. You know, he was so depressed because he was making all these amazing paintings and no one was buying them. Can mm. you believe? He was no, pretty much selling them for nothing. Yes. And no one was buying them. He got syphilis and he was really depressed and he ended up cutting off his one ear. Mm. And he died. hundred years later, someone discovers this guy's paintings. And now they're worth millions. Now, just if you have one small A4-sized Van Gogh, it's worth millions of you euros. Said. <laughs> you he said, said for life. You never yeah. have to work again. Yeah. You know, but I can imagine there must have been other painters at the time, right? In oh, his yeah, who were being celebrated. Who were being celebrated. Mm. Guys were making money, yeah. you know. They were living in great apartments, yeah. uh, drinking French champagne and selling these half-assed paintings yeah. um, to people, probably rich people, who just bought them for yeah, the sake yeah. of buying them yeah. because they could get them immediately. Yes. They, could, they could understand it because, mm. you know, sometimes the things that last longer are not as easily accessible Yes. On on that lowest denominator yeah. of, of the mind and the soul. And and that's what I say, like like things like soapies, for example. You know, you can you, as an actor you can do a soapy and, and earn money and be relevant right now. Or you can wait for that one movie to come out every three years that you get cast for that is important to you. And it's a story that you feel but you need to tell. You know what I mean? You know? mm. And you know, between between movies, you you're struggling compared yeah. to that soapy actor. And, and, and even in terms of your relevance in the media or, or the spotlight, you, you're yeah. pretty much irrelevant. But 30 years later, we're still watching your movies. We don't care about, yeah. about the cast list of generations. I think it's important. <laughs> or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> yes, whatever. I think it's important mm. to, we're not praising poverty and we're not praising yeah. suffering. But I do think it's important to understand that when you're living a life of purpose, it may take you a bit longer to get there. But trust me, that train is never left. It will come when it is supposed to come. And for as long as you remain within the space of hustling and working your butt off and you yeah. actually working with conviction. That's true. You know, you will get to where the others are and you, your legacy will probably outlive those who are selling and settling and taking the shorter way to the purpose and the path. You know, so I think, I, I don't know. I think everything's got perfect timing. You know, you just need to understand the lessons that are in your path at that particular time. Take the lessons as they are. Say, you know what? Today I'm having a crap day. You know, have like a bad day for yeah. yourself, a pity party. And then the next day, wake up and hustle again, you know, because yeah. it's not the end of the world. That's what you got to do, And I think right? that's, that's what's important for 2017. Hallelujah. Always, you can get up with mud on your face as long as you're getting up. <laughs> you know, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Exactly, as long yeah. as you're getting up. And you know what? If you got mud on your face, it's like it means a really you actually done shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we we pay lots of money to go to, to these bars to get mud on our faces. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm trying to see if anybody has uh, sent us anything on WhatsApp. Ah, uh, come on, guys! I don't see anything there, but it's yeah, fine. Sweet. Tuso, Tuso, what's up, guys? Uh, Tuso is always out there, man. Thanks, man. He says, My "Welcome favorite. back, guys." We mean to go check Hexel Ridge out. 
NFT has just convinced me to finally do it. Yeah, man, go see it. It's going to be There are a couple of people dope. that have it's checked in dope. and said hello. And we want to say thank you so much, guys, for always tuning in and keeping us, you know, in this business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and we love and appreciate all of you. So yes. we wish you all... An incredible super, 2017. Incredible, amazing. We will be there right along with you. 2017. Yes, we Talk will. Talk to us. You know, we are your people. We are. And, uh, Slay us. We are your goats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to figure out what that means. Uh, I'm not sure I, I agree with it right now, but I, I'll let you know next week. For now, like, we're going to say goodbye. We and, love you. Uh, we love you guys. Uh, stay, stay locked to Cliff Central. Um, and make sure you come back to the weekly mashup. And if you didn't See catch you next the full week. show, you know you got it on the podcast. We out. T Pain saying, "Yes, look at me, look at me. Why baby. the hell not? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Cliffcentral.com.